Welcome to season two of DanceCast. I'm your host, Seema Belmar. It's 2022 and DanceCast is revamped. This season, I'm speaking to all sorts of folks about all sorts of dance-related stuff. We've got an episode about the Fox show, The Big Leap. There's an episode about dance and photography, another one about contemporary Indonesian performance, we are running the gamut. While I have your ear, please get in touch. You can reach me at sima at odc.dance. That is S-I-M-A at O-D-C dot dance. I'm looking for stories. DanceCast would really like to do a sort of moth style. You guys know the moth. If you don't, check them out. Wonderful storytelling organization. And I always wanted there to be a platform for dance-related stories told by dancers and choreographers. So if you have a dance story that you want to tell in the five to 10 minute range, get in touch. We can talk about it. Looking forward to hearing from you. I'm going to share a wee dance-related story right now. Hopefully it will inspire you to do the same. So in August of 2004, I packed up my Bay Area life and moved to Rome. I had no particular plan except to escape from a life that had been joyous up until a chakra-shattering breakup. I arrived in Rome on August 15th, otherwise known as Ferragosto, a summer holiday day inside a summer holiday month. The streets of Rome were evacuated of Romans and full of tourists. As the city began to reopen, I went on the hunt for dance studios. At IALS in the Flaminio district, and I don't remember what IALS, I-A-L-S, stands for, I met Roberta Garrison, who pointed me in the direction of Il Centro di Danza Mimma Testa, which I just found out closed its doors for good in 2021 after more than 60 years. Roberta, who was an expat from San Francisco and who had moved to Rome, I believe, in the 80s and then just never came back, she had been teaching at the Mima Testa school, and I took some of her classes. They were Cunningham-based. It was super fun. But one day I took a class with another person. The studio was in the Trastevere neighborhood, down a long sort of driveway in an, of course, old building. This was Rome, after all. I signed up for a contemporary dance class taught by Ricky Bonavita, who bore a striking resemblance to the actor Roberto Benigni. You probably know Benigni, from his film Life is Beautiful, La Vita e Bella, which won the Oscar for Best Foreign Film in 1998. Among Holocaust films, this one was not my favorite. There was something about it being a vehicle for Benigni's clowning that bothered me. And though the absurd can work well in a film about tragic events, take Giancarlo Giannini in Lina Wertmüller's 1975 Seven Beauties, originally titled Pasqualino Sette Bellezze, but uh, this film really bugged me. So with Benigni's Jewish bookseller clowning around a concentration camp in mind, I begin class with Bonavita. The class is going well. It's a release-based class, if I remember correctly, so I felt comfortable dancing with my bones. But at one point, during the final combination that involved a lot of deep undercurves, Bonavita whipped around toward me, pointing a finger and shouted, Jew, Jew, Jew! I froze. In the space of what felt like a full minute, but was probably more like a second, I thought, how on earth did he know I was Jewish? Was there something in my dancing that betrayed my roots? 
And is it common for Italians to wax so anti-Semitic so directly and so loudly during an early morning dance class? But then I remembered, Jew means down in Italian. Down, 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 Bonavita yelled. In other words, deep in that plie. I burst out laughing, which confounded poor Ricky. Walking back to my friend Raffaella's flat, I thought about what it might mean to be Jewish in Italy. I'd read The Italians in the Holocaust, so I knew that although something like 85% of Italian Jews survived the war, many went into hiding or were interned, deported, and murdered. There was still a Jewish community in Rome, and I enjoyed their fried artichokes very much. You can watch Stanley Tucci talk with a Jewish matriarch on his show, Stanley Tucci Searching for Italy, about Roman Jewish cuisine. But I had grown up in Brooklyn among millions of Jews of all stripes and levels of religiosity, where even non-Jews have a robust Yiddish vocabulary, where mayors have been Jewish. Though it's true that Dublin, Ireland had a Jewish mayor for a while. But anyway, in New York, you can be a Jew and not give it much thought. I'd never encountered anyone who hadn't met a Jew until I went to college in Wisconsin. And despite looking an awful lot like the Italians in my midst, in Italy, I would find myself answering for my Jewishness on different occasions, in Naples in particular, where the line of questioning about my Jewishness often led to, but you believe in Jesus, right? And I was always like, if you can take away one factoid about the Jews. So, Benigni and the beautiful life, Bona Vita, which means the good life. Italy gave me both, as well as the reminder to always get as Jew as I can in dance class and beyond. DanceCast is an ODC theater production, curated, written, and edited by Seema Belmar. That's me. With creative consulting from Chloe Zimberg and Sophie Lenanger, and additional support from Matt Shrimplin and Garth Grimble. Please subscribe and rate our podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And tell your friends. You can find a transcript of this episode and all DanceCast episodes replete with hyperlinks to related content at odc.dance stories. Until next time, dance on.